Hey, innovators, welcome to the Innovation Leaders Club podcast. The content in this podcast comes from an excerpt from our academy. What is a feasible concept? Developing a feasible concept is the ultimate front end of innovation deliverable and a critical component to get project approval. This podcast covers two key subjects to respond to this question. Firstly, it will cover the five components of an innovation system. It is particularly useful to adopt your communication to where you stand in the maturity stages of innovation. In addition, there will be an overview of the creative process of developing concepts. Secondly, the podcast will go over how to use the concept tool to detail and evaluate its feasibility. Such a tool can also help score and prioritize concepts. What is the Innovation Leaders Club Academy? The Academy aims to share for free the content of the discussions the Innovation Leaders Club members have during their venues in North America and Europe. There are five components in an innovative management system, namely the innovation strategy, the front end of innovation, the portfolio management of innovation projects, the development, and the launch. The innovation strategy is composed of strategic arenas, which are the areas of focus for your innovation effort. A strategic arena should last between five and 10 years within an organization. The front end of innovation phase can be separated into three steps, each aimed at helping the process of maturation. The lowest level of maturity is the opportunity, and there should be multiple opportunities within each arena. Opportunities can be identified as any of the following sources, a former or latent need, a problem that needs solving, a new technology, a new trend, and so on. Ideas can then be generated to seize your opportunity, and these ideas will be more focused. This is the most embryonic form of innovation. Essentially, it's step one. A simple idea on a post-it is what starts it all. That idea can then be refined and combined with other ideas into a concept. A concept is a well-defined idea. It is a one-pager as opposed to a one-liner. After combining promising ideas, the refinement process begins. This ultimately aims to validate the concept's market, technical, operational, and financial feasibility. It will eventually be presented at a project portfolio review where it will compete against other well-defined concepts. Only the most promising will be selected, funded, and staffed. This selection process is vital to your organization's innovation strategy. If done correctly, it will mobilize key multifunctional stakeholders. It should get to the point where it no longer solely depends on the scope of your work or your marketing and R&D teams. After the selection is made, resource allocation can begin and the concept will officially become a project and can be developed. When ready, this new offering will be launched. It can be a new product, a new service, a new business model, a new customer experience, or any other new offering. Here's an example of a club member's innovation team going through the three steps of the front end of innovation. The innovation team scoped the opportunity of a new product to achieve two new functions, and such functions required a special manufacturing process. The manufacturing process was very constraining since they had a patent that was imposing specific guidelines. To not limit the number of potential ideas, the club member ran a creative session on each function individually. 
to identify a technology to achieve such a function. Since the technology search was highly tied to the scientific progress, they requested the participation of researchers from various universities. Without knowing which technology would be selected to achieve each function, the club member generated multiple ideas on manufacturing processes that could be used. Next, the process involves running through multiple screening processes to identify the best ideas for each. For the third step, the team created various combinations of technologies and potential manufacturing processes that could be used. It led them to multiple potential concepts. Finally, they selected the most promising one and detailed it so it could be presented at the next portfolio review. An interesting fact is that the club member invited external experts from different labs and universities to attend a two-day creativity workshop. The intent was to ensure out-of-the-box thinking. If you like this content, you can watch the full version with animation by accessing it on YouTube. Simply search the exact title of this podcast to find out more. Also, if you don't want to miss a podcast, subscribe now and get notifications for real and practical innovation management practices coming directly from club members. Whatever the tool you use, fundamental sets of information are required to build a complete concept and confirm its feasibility. The deliverable can take multiple forms but usually seeks to provide details on First is the idea description. It can be written down or drawn or both when applicable. Then the strategic fit with the organization. The client's benefits. The client can be who is selling, buying, or using your offering. Next, the potential revenue, costs, and contribution to profit. The market, technical, operational, and financial feasibilities. And finally, a summarized action plan for the upcoming steps. A concept template is available and is being used by multiple club members to develop their concepts and present their portfolio reviews. Ideally, it fits on an 11 by 17 inch sheet or an A3 sheet. The concept template includes the following. The opportunity description. The concept description. How it responds to codes and standards or sustainable development or replaces any other information you believe is important for your organization. Then comes a validation of the operation feasibility, an evaluation of the required development effort. Also, the effort is spread between the internal effort in hours. It scopes the project proposal. Next is the external effort in your currency if you have to pay for services, the expected duration, and finally, your level of confidence in your effort evaluation at this stage of the project. For each topic, you can designate an owner and specify the level of confidence of the information presented to demonstrate the unknowns called risk. Hence, it is clear to everyone where efforts should be spent to validate assumptions or preliminary information. This concept template also details the six scoring criteria, namely, how the concept fits in the innovation strategy of your organization and what justifies its level of importance. Then the market feasibility is split into two criteria, particularly what would be the product and competitive advantage and what is the market attractiveness. Next, how does the concept leverage business strengths? How was the technical feasibility validated? And finally, what would be the financial reward versus the risk, which when combined with the required development effort that represents the financial feasibility? 
Furthermore, scoring the criteria for each concept will then help you to prioritize your proposed concepts. The main difference between the technical and operational feasibility is simple. Technical feasibility means it may work once in a lab or on a small-scale basis. When it comes to operational feasibility, it refers to the capability of making something work a hundred, a thousand, or a million times. It also refers to your market capability to use your innovation and service it when there are reliability issues. Most of the club members using this concept tool open a second table to keep up with the detailed calculations while keeping it as the executive summary. In this tool, the Criteria tab includes the explanation on the rating scale. A summary of what needs to be achieved to reach each rating scale is available. You may use a score in between. For example, at this stage of the process, avoid using decimals since there are no significant numbers considering the level of uncertainty. Next is the concept deck in a PowerPoint format. This tool consists of a cover page with a description of the concept. Then it is followed by four feasibility assessments, the market, the technical, the operational, and the financial feasibilities. Ultimately, there is an action plan proposed at the end Let's discuss each section further. With its format, this tool is interesting as it is already formatted to be presented. The first page of the concept deck aims at describing the concept. First, by naming which strategic arena it is a part of. It is strongly recommended that the opportunities rely on the innovation strategy. Second, the club member again determines which opportunity the concept is part of to demonstrate that it is involved in the innovation maturation process. And finally, the club member describes the concept so that everyone understands the value proposition. Often, a slide is added with a visual representation so the image becomes clear to everyone. Some member organizations promote the use of minimum viable products, namely MVPs. However, they are not required at this stage. This is particularly interesting when you have internal design capabilities, which ease such processes. A concept shall be considered final when you have completed four feasibilities such as the market, technical, operational, and financial feasibility. MVPs are often applied when there is a fierce internal competition to get funding. Procter & Gamble promotes this approach, which is reasonable as long as resources are not developing the innovation before it gets funded. Ironically, club members call this the front end of innovation inflation. Some other club members limit the time spent by the team in developing concepts before they get funded. As a rule of thumb, the front end of innovation of the project should represent 5 to 15% of its development, depending on the initial unknown, to explore its feasibility. Following this, let's delve deeper into the Market Feasibility page. Essentially, this tool includes an explanation of how the concept fits with the strategy as well as how it benefits the organization. Suppose the concept is issued from an opportunity that relies on a strategic arena in and of itself. In that case, it shouldn't be too hard to explain. Following that is the detail of the product's competitive advantages, including the claims that will be put up front during commercialization. In addition, the tool details the added value that the concept creates for clients and users. The latter portion quantifies the market size and growth rate. Such information might require buying or conducting a market survey. 
Also, the member clarifies the competitive situation, such as the market share of the current players in dollars or volume of products sold. It is important to note that your organization may come up with other additions to include in this concept tool. It is comparable to the organization's memory checklist of what to consider at this stage. Next is the technical feasibility. The technical feasibility aims to demonstrate that the technology works and is ready to be implemented in an upcoming offering. Firstly, in this tool, the club member will explain the kinds of technology used, its benefits, and what it enables in terms of functionality. Secondly, the tool also explains who will be providing the technology and the maturity level, such as using the technology readiness level. Thirdly, the tool aims to precisely determine the expected performance level and the work remaining to increase the performance to the desired level. Lastly, the tool recommends the precise certification or standardization attainable with such technology if applicable. Following this is the operational feasibility. The operational feasibility aims to be convincing that it will be feasible to produce and deliver such innovation when launched. Primarily, it details how the current business strength and core competencies are leveraged. The idea is to use existing equipment, tools, raw material, etc. This way, the organization can gain economy of scale and build on its current knowledge and business network through existing suppliers and distribution channels. This tool relates to potential risks and the contingency plan to reduce them. Then comes the financial feasibility. It combines market positioning information and the operational cost to evaluate preliminary profitability. First, it details the price positioning and preliminary volumes and compares them to the competitive offering. With such information, the tool presents potential and probable sales based on its positioning. Next, it evaluates the cost structure to justify the preliminary cost estimate for the concept. Then the last box is the combination of the potential sales and the preliminary cost resulting in the expected profitability. The tool also suggests comparisons of existing offerings. For the financial feasibility, your organization may have to develop a more detailed spreadsheet in Excel. For instance, replace this page with your actual table or a summary of the calculation table when dealing with a specific case. When it comes to visuals, you can add two or three slides from other presentations or visual elements. This can help describe the concept, such as sketches, pictures of the current offering, and those of the competition, the persona, trends, etc. However, if you have more information, opt to add it in the appendix. On the final page, there is a preliminary action plan that addresses the following questions. What are the next steps to develop and commercialize or implement this concept? The intent is to present when the most important milestone of the project is expected to be reached and who is the owner of the results of the tasks. It is an overview of what would come next if the concept is selected. Obviously, you may have already developed a very detailed project plan or innovation development process. The purpose of this page is to not go into details, but to highlight some key actions for the managing key members who will approve it. As a reminder, if you like this content, you can watch the full version with animation by accessing YouTube. Search the exact title of this podcast to find out more.